Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. Yeah, you ever see that show Midnight Run, the movie Midnight Run? One of my favorites. Who was it? Was it actor sometime? Was it Charles Grodin? Serrano's got the disc. Serrano's got the disc. Well, Julie Kelly's got the video. Julie Kelly's got the disc. I don't even want to say, again, when I, you're not wasting your time here, brothers and sisters. Did I not tell you there was a dog there? That there had to be a dog there at the DNC on January 6th? What was the dog there? Playing fetch? The dog was there to sniff for explosives. So if there was an explosive there with black powder at the DNC on January 6th, then how did the dog miss it? Either there was no explosive in that bomb and someone's lying to us or the bomb wasn't there. Julie Kelly got the video. I've been waiting, dying to tell you about this all weekend. She's going to be on my radio show later too. All right, I got a lot to talk about. Let me get right to it. A lot of us are struggling to keep up with everyday bills. Everything is still really expensive. If you own a home and you want to, you want to call my friends at American Financing, great company. Interest rates have dropped into the fives, the lowest they've been in a long time. And they're saving their customers an average of $854 a month by tapping into their home's equity and wiping out high interest credit card debt. $854 a month is like a $10,000 raise. Credit card interest rates are insane. Most of us are still carrying a balance from month to month. Call American Financing and take care of that today. And if you call today, you may not have to make, you may not have to make next month's mortgage payment. Call today. It's a great company. Been with us a long time. 888-994-7660. American Financing at 888-994-7660. Save yourself some money. The website's AmericanFinancing.net. Not .com, .net, AmericanFinancing.net, NMLS 182334, NMLS APR for rates in the five starts at 6.406 for well-qualified borrowers. Borrowers call 888-994-7660 for details about credit costs and terms. Joseph, no time to screw around. Let's get this thing going. Oh, it is showtime, Dano. You know Here we it. go. So just one quick note, this book signing I've got this weekend. If you're anywhere in the region of the great state of Alabama, one of my favorite places on earth, I will be in Opelika this Saturday. You can see it up there, February 17th, 11 a.m. Central Time, CT, Books a Million on Tigertown Parkway in the great town of Opelika. And if you are at the Auburn, Kentucky basketball game, you may see someone that looks like me roaming around there too. Just saying. But I got the book signing. That's why I'm in the area. So check it out. I'll see you there. All right. Lot to talk about. Oh, you notice? You notice? Yeah. <laughs> you know, pretty you like that? <laughs> I have more on that later. I told you I was going to do it. You guys thought I was kidding, but if you're listening on Apple or Spotify, I told you I was going to do a liberal suck shirt. Did you? Well, they're there. We'll get to that later. I got a lot to get to. First, uh, just quickly, before I get to the bomb story, just this quick video here. This is why I'm sorry. I just. I don't give a shit about the Super Bowl because these people don't give a shit about us. You ever see the movie A Bronx Tale? He's like, you know, I went in and I I was a Mickey Mantle fan. And then uh, Sonny said, you know, Mickey Mantle don't care about you. And Robert De Niro's complaining his kid don't care about Mickey Mantle. This is the truest part of that whole movie. These sports people don't care. There's nothing wrong with going to see a sports game and enjoying yourself. But I'm sorry. I'm not going to like knee deep emotionally invest myself in people who don't care back. The only reason I watch some certain sports is because the people who are coaching these teams, I know, love America. That's it. This Super Bowl, I really don't care. Here, check this out. Listen to this goofball yesterday at the White House. Karine Jean-Pierre, listen to this. All right, everybody. Happy Monday and good afternoon to everyone. Hope 
everyone got some rest after last night's Super Bowl. Uh, the president was able to catch some of the game, and on his behalf, I want to extend a big congratulations to the Kansas City Chiefs on their third Super Bowl win in just five seasons, and also congratulations to all the Swifties out there. Oh, really? Swifties! <laughs> I mean... All right, moving on. You get my point? Forget it. I'm not wasting any time in this shit. Julie Kelly is one of the best reporters out there, ladies and gentlemen. Julie Kelly, Darren Beatty. If you are watching this show where we cover their material, you are so, so far ahead of the news cycle. You should be proud of yourself because we rely and, and, and funnel to you a pipeline of actual news that I'm going to tell you, you're probably only getting in this place and maybe two or three other spots. The January 6th bomber story is a massive fiasco. It is a, what's the, I don't, what are you from The imbroglio scandal. This is freaking huge. You know the story. January 6th, the insurrection. Kamala Harris, for some reason, isn't even in the damn Capitol, even though she never told us that. We found out through reporting by Julie and others and Darren, she was at the DNC the Democrat National Committee headquarters just a few blocks away. A bomb is found outside while she's there. Big scandal? Is anyone talking about it? No. Who's talking about it? Maybe five people. Why are they not talking about it? Because it was plan B. Now, before I play this video that the great Julie Kelly Got a hand, got a hold. I think uh, Congressman Loudermilk had something to do with it as well. I know Tom Massey has been all over this. I want to make sure I'm appropriately hat-tipping everyone. Darren Beatty, I don't want to leave anyone out. Steve Baker, everybody deserves credit and support me. Take a second to do that. This is some good work that this case has been built on. I'm going to play for you this video as I do what's called in this business a VO. I'm going to talk over it, voiceover. And I'm going to play it in the background. Before I get to I just want to set this up. What you're looking at, is poll camera video, camera video that's been there the entire time of a few hours before Kamala Harris arrives. Now, the FBI has told us that this video of the DNC, you're going to be looking at the building and a garage. The FBI has told us that they found a bomb there and that the bomb had black powder and was viable. I'm telling you, with 12 years of experience at the highest levels of protection, that the dogs are trained to sniff black powder and it doesn't have to be up their rumps for them to sniff it. Cue the video. Let's walk through this. You're going to see the truck pass by, the split screen here. You're going to see on the right in this, that's the, uh, where they found the bomb by the bench, okay? Truck passes by, you're going to see a black car pulls in. Now, this is not the best video. We can't zoom it, obviously. You're going to see an EOD officer there with a dog, a dog, I should say a dog handler, excuse me, terminology, I need to get that correct, a canine handler with his dog. He's clearly sweeping a car entering into the garage of the DNC. Now, I don't know, and nobody's really sure. You see, he opens the trunk. He's doing what every canine handler doing explosives will. He'll guide the dog around the car, the wheel wells, the back, open the trunk, Sniff around the car. The dog's trained to sniff various different forms of explosives. 
They don't, they're, these are good dogs. Now, watch, you'll see him go around the car. This is about, look at the timestamp, about 9.50. Kamala Harris doesn't arrive for a little over two hours later to this building. Now, look where he goes. Look where he goes. Look, you see it? This the car by the, by the garage, right? He gives the guy the okay to open the garage door, okay? Car proceeds ahead. But I want you to see where he goes. He goes off to the right of the screen here. Now, you'll notice in this split screen that where he's walking, because you can see the garage in the picture in the split screen. You can see the corner of it. The bench where they found the bomb with the scooter is right there. The dog walked right. Play, just roll it again as I'm talking. They can just keep watching. The dog walked right by the explosive. Folks, we don't have any problem with the video, right? We have, we're not having any problems, right? Okay. Sorry. I'm just like, what did I, what did I tell you? There's no way the dog misses that. Oh, you can zoom in and look at you guys. There's no way the dog misses that bomb. Now, one question before you see the handler there. It's a grainy video. It's obviously pixelated. Who is this handler? There are a number of possibilities here. One possibility is it's a, uh, a full-time canine working for the DNC or someone brought on for that specific day. I don't know. I can't see the uniform. If we could zoom in on the uniform, I could tell you exactly who that is. I'm telling you, I don't know. When I don't know, I don't know. But there are various possibilities, and there's only a limited number of possibilities about who that is. Even if it is a DNC, say, part-time canine, these canines are still obviously trained in explosive system. You see, you, you zoom in, that's, what, that's exactly what you get. You get like a big black dot. I could tell you by the uniform. These are trained dogs. There is no way a canine trained in explosives detection misses a bomb. You see him walking? He walks right past the damn bomb. Now, for those of you who don't have a lot of experience in the space, it's okay. The dog doesn't need the black powder jammed up its nose. If the black powder was stuck in the engine well, the dog would sniff it as it approached the car. The dog walks right past it. The dog walks right past it. You're telling me this dog sweeping the cars going into the premises, by the way, the dog didn't sweep the premises too? Nah. Does this make any sense? Now, is it a Secret Service canine? I don't know. I don't think so. Is it a military canine handler? Possibly. Working with the Secret Service. There are a number of different angles to this I want to address. Two. That brings me to another angle. Julie indicates in her piece, by the way, declassified with Julie Kelly. She'll be on my show later. You need to read this. Bomb sniffing dog performed vehicle search outside of DNC hours before the pipe bomb was discovered. She notes in the piece that they viewed some video and that apparently a couple other cars, uh, and I think Steve Baker noted this too, get in before that without getting swept. Now, a couple of people came to me about this, given my um, background in this space, and said, damn, what does it tell you that a couple of cars drove in in advance before and didn't get the same vehicle treatment? It says to me that that may well 
be a Secret Service assigned canine. Doesn't mean they worked for the Secret Service. It may be they may be military, but that we brought them in because they knew the vice president elect Kamala Harris was coming. Why would they only be there, say, two hours in advance? Because they don't sit there all day. They might have swept the premises. And the reason you didn't get a sweep of the cars before 950 a.m. is because they weren't there. Now, it's 950. Think of this as an investigator. If it's the day of the so-called insurrection and the DNC has a security team, what time do you think the security team would probably get in? Eight, nine? Folks, I don't think they missed those two cars. I don't think they were there, the dog handler. Now, why would they let cars in the garage? Because they would let cars in the garage because if a Secret Service canine showed up two hours before the vice president-elect, what they would do is sweep the garage of all the cars that are in there. If they're all clean, they don't have to do anything. All they got to do is sweep every car coming in. Is this making sense, Chatsters, what I'm talking about right now? Is this making sense? If I sweep every car in there, in the garage, and no one comes in or out at that point, and then we sweep every car coming in, the place is called clean. Sweep, hold, post. That's or, or excuse me, post, sweep, hold. That's how it works. Post it with agents, the area. Sweep it, make it clean. Hold it, make sure no one comes in unclean. That's why I think that may have been a Secret Service dog, but we got to get that answer. We need to know who that dog is and who that handler is. And I don't know why they won't tell us. How did that dog miss that bomb? Somebody is lying to us. There is no way that that dog swept that premises. No way. And missed an explosive that had black powder. How do we know it? Because the FBI told us it was a, quote, viable bomb that had black powder, that had an explosive. Look, the location of the device is right there. It's right there. The garage, you can see it. Folks, this doesn't make any sense. Let me give you my theory again about what happened. I told you there was a sweep of that place. And tell you because I'm Nostra freaking Damas. Told you because I did this. You don't send a protectee to a location without conducting a sweep in advance for explosives. You just don't do it. I told you how it works. Post it, sweep it, hold it. So there are agents there posted up. You're clearly seeing some form of a sweep. And then they're holding it. How the hell during the sweep and during the posting process of agents, did they miss a freaking pipe bomb sitting right there? The answer is, I don't think they did. I think it was planted after the sweep, after the posting of the process of the security location and after the hold. It's the only thing that makes sense, folks. If, if not, and the, if, let's say the FBI story is true. That at 8 p.m. the night before, on January 6th, in this window of time, from 8 to midnight, somebody dropped that bomb there. What, nobody noticed it? No bomb dogs, no EOD techs, no Secret Service, no DC Metro. Nobody noticed this thing. No DNC security. There's, this doesn't make any sense, man. This doesn't make any sense. We have got to find out, to all you entrepreneurial journalists out there listening, we have got to find out who that handler is and who that, uh, and, uh, and the dog. What the, we have to find out. Not that we obviously can't interview the dog. He's only going to say woof. But the handler, 
We need to see what that handler, did they sweep the process? Did they do the sweep process on the outside? How did they miss it? Did, was the, did anybody even sweep the outside? Who is that person? It's the biggest scandal of our time, folks. There isn't even a close second. There is no way they missed that bomb. There is no way they missed that bomb. I'm telling you, I sat there in that training center for three years watching these guys train these dogs. They don't miss. Somebody's setting us up. And I want to know who's in on it. You watch now. That bomb was planted after. And it's all going to be phrased when they get caught for trying to frame MAGA people for a fake assassination plot. It's all going to be framed as a training exercise. This is going to be the biggest flag it ever on this show. Oh, was this a training exercise? We dropped this. It was like a red cell thing. We were just testing the security. Watch. They were not testing the security. This was 100% a setup. Right. A couple more thoughts on this. I'm going to move on. I got a lot more to get to. Let me just get to it. Sponsor you. Take a break. I'm a little overly excited and I'm sorry if it's, uh, I'm not laying out the case right because I'm, I'm just really passionate about this, folks, just like I was about Spygate. And I'm telling you, we are staring down the barrel of one of the biggest political scandals of our time. Our government effed us over so hard, third world style. And there is a mad race right now to stop people like me and Julie and Darren and Massey and others from asking questions. They are terrified of us finding out who was on the scene that day. Folks, for 10 years, Patriot Mobile has been America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. When I say only, trust me, I mean the only one. Patriot Mobile has been a great supporter of the show, which is why I'm proud to partner with them. Patriot Mobile offers dependable nationwide coverage, giving you the ability to access all three major networks. It means you get the same coverage you've been accustomed to without funding the left. When you switch to Patriot Mobile, you're supporting a company that believes in free speech, religious freedom, the sanctity of life, the Second Amendment, our military veteran and first responder heroes. Their 100% U.S.-based customer service team, they make switching easy. Keep your number, keep your phone, or upgrade. Their team will help you find the best plan for your needs. Just go to patreonmobile.com slash Bongino or call 972-PATRIOT. Get free activation when you use the offer code Bongino, my last name. Join me and make the switch today. patreonmobile.com slash Bongino. That's patreonmobile.com slash Bongino or call 972-PATRIOT. Folks, Watch that video. If you're listening on Apple and Spotify, please go to my Rumble account. Go to Julie's Declassified piece. You will see the video in there. And I want you to tell me and ask any of your friends in law enforcement if you don't believe me. It's okay. It's okay. If you don't believe me, double check me. You're doing me a favor. Ask any of your friends in law enforcement that have any experience with this space, how the hell does an explosive detection dog miss that? Walking right by it. And the answer is they don't. It wasn't there or it wasn't real. The whole thing was fake. Folks, it's early. Uh, it's, uh, excuse me, it's election day in Nassau County, Long Island. So if you're in Nassau County, Long Island, I hope you're getting out and voting. Folks, this is important. Um, there's an election, special election for the congressional seat. George Santos, dumbass Republicans got rid of Santos because they're stupid asses and they don't know what the hell they're doing up on Capitol Hill. They don't know how to play hardball. So because of that, uh, there's a, a Republican running. I, listen, I don't know much about her. All I'm telling you is, are Republicans, is she the solution to all your problems? Ladies and gentlemen in the chat, when are Republicans the solution to your problems? The answer is never, but who's the cause of all your problems? Chat's theirs. That's right, Democrats. Democrats. You know what to do. Here's the problem. Democrats, as always, early vote. Their votes are already banked. 
There's a freaking snowstorm up in Nassau County. This is why I say all the time, do I like early voting? No, early voting sucks. It's stupid. Everybody should get the day off. It should be a national holiday, election day. Obviously, you can't do it for a special. You vote on one day. You show up with a driver's license. Look, it's me. This isn't hard. Only morons in the Democrat Party can't figure it out. However, if there's going to be early voting, which there is, please don't tell me we're teaching the Democrats a moral lesson. I'm going to wait till Election Day. No, you're not. I had a family member who lives in Nassau County. The dog died last night. No, like actually died. Are they going to make it? Yes, they're going to make it, but most people won't. There's also a massive snowstorm. This is why I tell you, you've got to get out and vote early. Bank it. Bank it the first day because something could happen. And it did happen today. And I hope we don't lose. I don't know much about this. Oh, I know enough. I'm not, I don't care. All I'm telling you is vote against the Democrats. Nassau County, big election today. I want to follow up on yesterday's show. This is important. I told you Obama was behind that hit. This hit with the Robert Hur special counsel. I told you Obama and his team and Clinton Inc. were behind it. Now, all of a sudden, you're seeing mainstream media outlets piling in. Everything we tell you on the show is happening. Whether the fact that I told you there was a sweep of the building and nobody believed me outside of Julie and Darren. There wasn't a sweep of the building. There's no way. They would have, they would have seen that bomb. We don't bring the freaking protectee there without a sweep. Now you see it. The dog's right there on the freaking video. Here's another thing I told you about. Not you guys. You guys are grand. I mean to sound like condescending. That was kind of a dickhead thing to say. I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to the establishment hacks. Or he's like, you know, I don't know what he's talking about. And they're wrong every freaking time. Every time. I was told by a bunch of these same people yesterday, your analysis is wrong. Obama didn't put out the special counsel her hit on Biden. Obama, the team Obama loves, they love Biden. They Oh, they do? They do. Interesting, because here's a guy at the Wall Street Journal actually gets it a lot of time, William McGurn. Kamala Harris was Joe Biden's smartest decision. I'm going to read this. I'm going to ask you a simple question. Doesn't this sound suspiciously like what I told you guys yesterday about how Obama feels about Biden? Here's a clue. He can't stand to be thinks he's a doofus. And that's the nicest word I can think of. Here, quote. It doesn't help that those likeliest to call on Mr. Biden to withdraw are from the Obama camp. <laughs> this is really, I, I thought that was a, keep that up. I thought that was a crazy conspiracy theory. I thought that maybe we, in his memoir, Promise Me Dad, Mr. Biden relayed how Barack Obama backed Hillary Clinton for the Democratic nominee over his loyal vice president. The unspoken truth was worse. The Obama White House often treated Mr. Biden as the doddering uncle who always always blurts out something offensive at Thanksgiving. Yes, thank you. They thought he was a moron. William McGurn is correct. He's being very nice. They thought the guy was a moron, and they still think he's a moron. As Joe said yesterday, which, by the way, the quote is in that piece, too, which came out after our show, by the way. Barack Obama on Joe Biden. Never underestimate Joe Biden's ability to fuck things up. They hate each other. They want this guy out. Now, you want the most telling piece of all? This came out after the podcast, right before the radio show yesterday. Politico. 
Democrats plan B. Here's what it looks like. Before I even read this, before I even read this to you, what is this I'm about to read? Oh, it's a political piece, Dan, about how the convention worked. No, it is not. It is not that. You know what this is? This is Team Obama speaking to Politico out loud about how they're going to give Joe Biden an exit ramp. That's what you're reading here. I want you to envision this coming directly from the mouth of one Barack Obama because it is. What the hell is that? (laughs) I just told you. It's Barack Obama speaking to Politico here. Quote, this is how they're going to get him out, folks. There is a path that enables Biden to leave with dignity and on his own terms. Wait, I I hate the pauses. I know. You understand how they put that in there? Joe, you see what they're doing? This is Team Obama. Like, hey, man, we're giving you the last chance here to get out with dignity and on your own terms. Be a real shame if you hung around and the place burned down. You get what they're saying here? It begins with letting the Democrat primary campaign run its course, ending June 4th, the day the last group of states holds its primaries. Biden would finish as the undisputed victor with more than the uh, enough pledged delegates to claim the nomination. He's, they're correct. It's too late now for a primary. Forget it. So Barack Obama's right. <laughs> he, said, he, said, he said it right to Politico. <laughs> and then Biden would announce he would not accept the nomination and release his delegates to back a different nominee. He could insist he, uh, wait, wait, stop, pause. This is again, Team Obama telling Biden what he should say when he backs away. I hope you all understand this. Don't be suckers. This is Team Obama. Biden could insist he's still fit to serve out another term, but that he accepts the public's concerns with the president who would be 86 at the end of a second term. He could remind voters that he has always said he was a bridge to a future generation of Democrat leaders. Oh, my God. <laughs> Folks, Joe. Dude, do you do great? You've been yes, you've been doing this for me a long time. Do you not agree? This is Joe, this is Obama's team talking to Charles Matthyson and Steve Shepard yeah. at Politico, going, I guarantee you this is where they got that from. Giving him that you better get out now, preserve your dignity, be a real shame if your place burned down, right? And then secondly, it's like, here's your message. Listen, man, we've did so much. We bridged the gap to the future. It was such a powerful four years. We passed the, passed the Inflation Production Act. We stole money to pay off student loans. We screwed over the American petroleum industry. Everything you left these ass. We are leaving. And that's great. I know we're laughing about it, but to the left, that's all. You understand that's all good stuff. The left is like, yeah, yes, this is awesome. The left loves that. That is Team Obama. Winky, winky, nod, nod. You get it? You dig? I don't know. I don't know. Well, in this case, we do know. Yeah. We do know exactly. But they want him out. Now, what is stopping him from getting out? What's stopping him from getting out? Listen to me. He is a freaking egomaniac and a nutbag. That's why. That is the only reason. There is no four-dimensional chess here. It is the simple fact that he is a freaking maniac who believes he is a narcissist of the highest order, believes he's a messianic-like figure. I got some video of something happened yesterday, and a killer, killer appearance by the great Mike Davis on Newsmax, explaining why Biden and the special counsel hit job, the Obama-sponsored hit job, why this thing is just devastating. It involves some tapes, just like the tape of that bomb-sniffing dog 
you just saw. And what I'm telling you is going to be the video takes this whole scandal down. Sorry to keep going back to the beginning of the show. I can't get this story out of my head. There is something so enormous happening here. And you guys and ladies are at the forefront of it. And it's why nobody's talking about it. Folks, resolving to eat healthy this year is easy. Doing it, not so easy. Better nutrition, you know, is a key to health and longevity. And a healthy diet can even help you avoid health risks that run in your family. Field of Greens is my healthy super fruit and vegetable habit. I love this product, Field of Greens. It's the only fruit and vegetable product that has literally promises better health. At your next checkup, your doctor can notice your improved health or your money back. That's ballsy right there. Do your vitamin or green drinks promise better health? Nope. Each super fruit and vegetable in Field of Greens, which I swear by, was doctor selected for a specific health benefit. I know the doctor does it. Some can help support your heart, lungs, and kidneys. Others can help support metabolism for healthy energy and weight loss. Look, did you resolve to get healthier in 2024 like a lot of others? It starts with the foundation, a good diet, and Field of Greens, your fruit and vegetable insurance policy right there. I got you 15% off your first order and free rush shipping. Here's the website. Start today. BrickHouseNutrition.com slash Dan. Use promo code Dan. That's promo code Dan at BrickHouseNutrition.com slash Dan. BrickHouseNutrition.com slash Dan. Get started today. Our last sponsor, I'm going to show you this embarrassing video yesterday. This guy, don't miss it. You'll see why he's in real trouble. Folks, whether you have three minutes in the morning or 30 minutes, keep your face wrinkle-free. Introducing Gen 90, the new instant wrinkle treatment from GenuCell Skin Care. Gen 90 can instantly help reduce the appearance of wrinkles anywhere you use it, around the eyes, forehead, crow's feet, laugh lines. It can start working in seconds. Never worry about your skin or confidence again. Gen 90 technology is luxurious and silky smooth, and best of all, it can start working in seconds. I know Paula feels the tingle every time. She loves it. <laughs> There's a reason why GenuCell Skincare is 400% the customer loyalty of other skincare brands. Get the GenuCell uh, X of V, the collagen builder, moisturizer with vitamin C and hyaluronic acid in a pure natural base for stunning results day after day. Gen 90 and XV are on, on a special sale right now at GenuCell.com. And included in the bestseller package, the best value in skincare anywhere. Before going overseas for those harsh procedures, it costs big bucks. Try Gen 90 first. Get the fine lines and wrinkles. Get them out of there before you even leave the room. Order right now at genucell.com slash Dan and get a free beauty box and deep firming serum while supplies last. Plus free shipping at genucell.com slash Dan. Genucell.com slash Dan. All right, back to the show. Appreciate it, Genucell. Folks, this is why this guy is in such deep shit. He cannot get his oatmeal brain, mush brain out of the freaking bowl for a second to even think straight. This guy has lost his mind. Here he is yesterday with King Abdullah. Why does he keep calling everyone Abdul? The guy's name is not Abdul. It's King Abdullah and Rania. I don't know who the hell he's talking about. And any references, Barack Obama staring at him. This is the most cringe 22nd open of a presser with a foreign leader I think you're ever going to see in your life. He manages to mispronounce a guy's name, his wife's name. He manages to stumble through the open and then ridiculously claim that Barack Obama, I guess because he's in a picture, is like staring at him. Oh, bad. Take a look. Let me start by welcoming His Majesty, the King of Jordan. He's been a good friend. Abdul, welcome back to the White House, man. Welcome back. And by the way, Barack's looking at you in the corner over there. Along with Queen Rihanna, who is uh, meeting with Jill now, and the Queen and the Crown Prince Hussein. Where is the prince out there? Holy shit, bro. Who the hell is Queen Rihanna? 
You mean the singer at the Super Bowl last year? Oh, Nana, what's your name? Oh, Nana, is is it, who is he talking? Who the, who's Abdul? Who, who the fuck's Abdul? It's Abdullah. It's not Abdul. I, I, dude, I missed the whole, where's the prince? The crap, oh, he's not even, he don't even know he's there. Now do you see why they want this guy out? They are desperate to get this guy out because his brain doesn't work. It's not funny. The guy's brain doesn't work. Here, you want the most inconclusive, hard rock, hardball evidence that this guy is a complete cognitive nightmare and nobody wants to admit it? Corrine Jean-Pierre's asked a very simple question yesterday. Is the president's doctor going to put out a report on this? When can we talk to him on this guy's cognitive state? Because it's a medical condition. And watch Corrine Jean-Pierre dodge this question with a litany of bullshit you've never seen. Check this out. Can we talk to the president's doctor? And how come he hasn't been, or they haven't been asked to come out here and talk with us, given the, the her report that challenges the president's mental fitness? So look, uh, you know, just to speak to... Uh, the her report really really quickly uh special counsel her is, is as far as i remember is a is a uh, obviously a, a republican a a a uh a prosecutor he's not a, he's not a medical doctor he's just not it's not for him to speak to it's just not that's not the question kareen you idiot no one said special counsel robert her was a doctor at no point in special counsel hers analysis of the classified documents crime that Biden committed that's alleged in this report, does he make a medical diagnosis? He simply stated Biden was asked a bunch of questions he could not remember. And the reporter did not ask about her. He, H-U-R, Robert Her. The reporter asked, when can we talk to the president's doctor? This woman is an idiot. She is the single worst press secretary in the history of the United States. And there has never, ever been a greater gift to the conservative movement than this moron in the White House. Sucks. Oh, my gosh, does she suck. Just downright awful. No capability to lift and shift, adjust on the fly, answer a question. The woman is an idiot. Nobody asked you about Robert Hur's medical capabilities. He's a lawyer, you dunce. They asked when they can talk to the doctor. Folks, this Biden document scandal, by the way, continues to get uglier. This thing is metastasizing. There was an amazing hit on Newsmax appearance. I shouldn't use a show lingo. An appearance on Newsmax on Rob Schmidt's excellent show. Mike Davis is a really smart guy. I, I rarely use two cuts from the same interview. You know that? This thing is good. You guys know what a skiff is? I'm going to get to this in a second. Don't go anywhere. Just before I forget, I know I'm getting a lot of questions about the shirt. Listen, we get the stores open. If you guys are ready to rock and roll and you want to buy it, my wife worked really hard on it. The liberals suck. Shirts are there. Store.bongino.com. And, uh, we got hoodies and shit like that too. The don't get dead thingies and stuff. We got tumblers. 
They got coffee mugs that say liberals suck. It's the, they got a liberal suck bundle. I think it's like, I don't know, 130 some bucks. You get like the mug. Oh, cutesy time is over. Is there geese wearing that one today? I'll bring up. They got hats. It's all there. Store.bongino.com. Totally up to you. Uh, it's just for you. I'm not pushing anything. You guys donated a lot of money to charity last year through your purchases. So totally up to you. But the liberal suck one is my personal favorite. I'm going to be wearing this a lot. And yes, there are some women's shirts there as well with the V-neck. So go check it out. Store.bongino.com. But uh, back to the show. I hope you guys like them. It was only for you guys in the chat there. Here's Mike Davis, absolutely nailing it. This is why Biden's in a world of trouble, okay? First, you guys know what a skiff is. A skiff is a facility. It's a sensitive, compartmented information facility. When you go in a skiff, you have to leave your cell phone outside, any kind of electronic transmission device. Back in the day, remember they had two-way pagers, Joe? You got to leave all that shit outside. They have little cubbies outside in there. It depends what they have in the skiff. Some of them have white noise generators. They're soundproofing. Uh, you can't hear anything inside the skiff. It's a way to uh, prevent, say, if you were back in like the 60s, the Russians with the thing in their ear and the big like parabolic microphones. You get what I'm saying? The skiff is a place you can go and talk about sensitive compartmented information. Okay? So it's called SCIF, the skiff, right? Here's the thing about a skiff, especially up on Capitol Hill. When you go in a skiff to read classified documents, People either sign in or sign out. They have to leave their stuff outside. But you don't get to take the papers outside of the skiff. You would typically have to sign them out unless you steal them. Mike Davis, who's super smart, understands why Joe Biden's in a world of trouble. Ladies and gentlemen, some of these classified documents that Biden allegedly doesn't remember because he's uh, mentally deficient right now, some of those classified documents were not from his vice presidential time. So how the hell did he get them? Did he steal them? You be the judge. Listen to Talk this. about that. I mean, just the, the part of Biden even having the documents to begin with, when you've never been the president of the United States, uh, is, is, is a massive deal already. Yeah, very much so. What's even more problematic for Joe Biden, which he'll never be able to explain, is how he had Senate documents because that means he had to have he had to have stolen them out of the Senate skiff in yeah. order to. I mean, I, I had a security clearance when I worked in the Senate. It's not easy to get documents out of the Senate skiff. No, Joe Biden found a way. Yeah, nope, nobody cares. But you know, there's there's also that. Folks, what's the problem here? I want you to think like lawyers for a second, okay? Think like lawyers, or think like an agent prosecuting a criminal case. And they're, they're speaking to what right now? Intent. The only way to get a document out of the skiff. So think about it, right? There's a doorway. You walk outside this doorway. You have to do something. You have to, do you have any documents on you? No, I don't. When you know you have them, it speaks to intent. You cross the doorway out of the skiff, taking something out of the skiff. You know you weren't supposed to take. It speaks to intent. In other words, it didn't happen by accident. I'll give you another scenario. Not that it necessarily matters, but it gets in people's heads, especially jurists. Intent does matter, even if it's not a component of the crime. I dealt with this in counterfeit all the time. You pass a counterfeit bill, you don't have to intend to pass it, or else that would be everybody's excuse. Oh, I didn't know it was counterfeit. Okay, who's going to admit to that? Intent is actually not a component of the crime. You pass counterfeit, you could be charged. 
whether you know it or not. But juries are sympathetic to that. So even if intent isn't a component, right, juries still want to know that you intended to commit the crime. Is that making sense? They don't want grandma locked up for passing a counterfeit $20 bill, did it by accident. Even if they can do it, they shouldn't. Right. The point I'm trying to make here about Biden is let's say he was vice president and someone sent him something classified on some classified iPad and he accidentally takes a picture of it while he's taking a picture of his desk and it, whatever, uh, a war eagle button to send to his daughter and it gets out. Did he classified, send classified information over a picture? Yes. Was it an accident? That could be. That's not the case here. He was a senator. He had to have stolen the documents. Somebody told him. Do you have any documents? I don't have them. And he walked out with the documents. This guy's in real trouble. I want you to listen to this one, too. Because here's another thing. These Democrats are such garbage people, man. They are full of shit all the time. They are always playing with words. And if you, you don't understand how to analyze what they're saying, you're going to get burned. The Democrats are going to say right now, well, listen. Biden may have had these documents, but he didn't give any of the classified documents to anyone. It doesn't matter, folks. All that matters is did he give the information? There are things I know in the government that are still classified. If I say to Tony, hey, Tony, I'm not going to give you the papers. I don't have them, but if I did, but I'm going to tell them to you and don't tell anyone. Joe, have I committed a crime? Yes, I have. I gave Tony classified information. Whether he has the paper doesn't matter. Hey, Tony, here's the nuclear codes. Just don't write them down. Davis nails it in this part. There's a way to prove this, too. There's a way to prove Biden transmitted, vocally transmitted classified information breaking the law. We've got the tapes. Where are the freaking tapes of him talking to the ghostwriter in the book? where he told them classified information. We got the tapes. Listen to Davis on this one. Yeah, well, he says that Biden didn't share classified documents with anyone. Well, he shared classified information. It was on those tapes with his biographer and uh, they deleted those tapes. Documents. So that's his little that's his little trick. He said, you're right. He said documents. He didn't say information. He said he never handed anybody that at least they know of. He never handed anybody a classified piece of paper. Aren't they clever? You see, Schmidt gets it right away. Rob gets it right away. I'm sorry, I said his name wrong. He gets it right away, instantaneously gets it. It doesn't matter if he handed him the freaking document. It doesn't matter at all. All that matters is he transmitted the information. Now, there's another component of that. Did you catch it? Tapes were deleted. Now. Apparently, some of them, maybe all of them were recovered. I don't know who to trust anymore. House Oversight has a subpoena out for these tapes. Folks, the act of deleting the tapes is what? Yes, obstruction of justice. Now, was the ghostwriter involved? Did someone tell him? I don't know. But that ghostwriter, the guy who wrote the book and was allegedly told this stuff by Biden, classified information, this guy needs to be spoken to immediately in public. In front of everyone. Biden is guilty as sin. And the word is out, folks. That is why Obama must have authorized this special counsel hit on him. Must have authorized it. 
The word is out. The political knives are out, ladies and gentlemen, and they're long. These two stories are not an accident. They came out yesterday right after the show. Fox News, Kamala Harris is ready to serve as Democrats sound the alarm about Biden's age. Folks, please, if you're with me in this 130,000 people in this chat, folks, quick poll. Bot Gino, get ready there, Daddy-O. Is this all a coincidence that Kamala Harris all of a sudden is putting out ready to serve things after I after I uh, uncovered the special her uh, hit job by Obama? Yes, it's a coincidence. No, it's not. This is all according to plan. And of course, the answer is no. This is not a coincidence. Here's another one. Wall Street Journal. Kamala Harris says she's ready to serve as Biden faces age scrutiny. Oh, you're going to see this over and over and over again. Here's what's really going on here. Everybody give me the scoop. You ready? You guys ready? Oh, I know what's going on. Kamala Harris wants to be president because Joe Biden's going to get the boot or is going to exit stage left at the convention. Yes, but there's something deeper going on here. Why is Kamala Harris all of a sudden being so vocal about her readiness to serve? Something she's been very hesitant to talk about in the past because she's always deferred to Joe Biden's the president. Like, we're not going to talk about that now. She's sending a message. Kamala Harris is sending a message to who? To Joe Biden's donors and Joe Biden's network. She's sending a message that she's the choice. She's sending a message right now that don't you dare go elsewhere either or there's going to be a penalty. And I can guarantee you, if people start to abandon the establishment, Kamala Harris, when and if Joe Biden steps aside, charges of racism are going to be flowing like you've never seen. You want to see liberal cannibalism? They are going to eat each other alive. Can you imagine if the pick is instead Gavin Newsom or J.B. Pritzker, two white guys? Can you imagine they dump Kamala Harris, the first female black vice president, for two white guys, it is going to be a cannibalistic island of doom, Lord of the Flies style like you've never seen. Piggy and Ralph are going to be running around like maniacs. You've never seen. This isn't going to be no Swiss Family Robinson, brothers. This is going to be big time Lord of the Flies. This is going to be WWE Survivor Series, uh, what's, what, mankind off the cage into the table. I'm telling you, get ready for chaos. I know you think how this is election's going to go. Don't get into the, the future doesn't exist. You live in the present. Time flows over you. The past isn't real. The future isn't real. Only the present is real. Don't worry about November. Worry about right now. I'm telling you right now, as we start to go through this cycle, day by day in the present, this is about to get crazy. What you think is going to happen in this election, I'm telling you, throw every expectation out. This shit is going to get crazy fast. Kamala Harris is sending a message to Biden's network and don't downplay the network. I know a lot of you like me know Biden's, you know, Biden's weak. Biden is the weakest incumbent we've seen in modern times. All of that is accurate. You're not wrong. We check in, we track in. Okay, good. But make no mistake. I worked in the White House for three, you know, three presidents, two presidents in the White House. The presidency still has massive power, executive orders and other things. There are very well-paid lobbyists and stuff who will do what Biden says in exchange for a favor. Biden's endorsement, however lunatic, you know, however much of a lunatic he is, and however compromised his brain is, 
Biden's endorsement will still matter. So Kamala is trying to play this delicate act, sending a message to Newsom, Pritzker and Whitmer. I'm in charge here while not alienating Joe Biden and saying, hey, hey, I'm ready right now. Right this second. Joe Biden sucks. She's playing this delicate balancing act. I'm telling you that analysis is right. And folks, he's got a big problem right now. Biden has a huge problem. The problem right now, in addition to his classified documents fiasco, which is getting uglier by the second, Mike Davis, tremendous analysis there. In addition to his cognitive compromise, which is severe. In addition to the Hunter Biden, Rob Walker, Tony Bobolinsky testimony going on today. In addition to the Obama team wanting him out. Folks, people are starting to see through the bullshit. This reminds me of that, you know, that moment when, when there's just in the movies where there's this mass enlightening event and everybody like sees the truth for the whole time as the real killers revealed. Reminds me of 300 when that scheming politician, the, uh, the Xerxes coins fall out of his pocket. I'm telling you it's happening now. There is a mass awakening happening in lifetime. I want you to watch this. This is Michael Rappaport. This is a guy who is so much anti-Trump animus. I mean, there were legions of videos out there. This guy's screaming about Trump. I mean, hated Donald Trump. Don't write this stuff up. Oh, Dan, he's an actor. Who cares? Folks, just because we don't know who he is and you don't care, there are other people who do. I want you to watch the awakening happening in live time as Rappaport's on a podcast. This guy hated Trump and acknowledges what I told you, what, Joe, three, five, six years ago? Who knows when it happened? I don't even remember. The Charlottesville thing was a total hoax. He ne- he condemned the white supremacists completely. His own words. Listen to this. Life was good. There was no wars. The economy was going good. But damn, he's, a, he's annoying to look at. But you also can acknowledge that the media had a major role in that. Uh, uh, a that, major role that in that. When you take a step back. Yes. You also acknowledge that because I, well, you've I also acknowledge yeah. that, you know, that one thing about the Charlottesville that 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 I ranted about. Yes. And I was wrong about the both sides thing. Yeah. yeah and, but, so and I respect so irresponsible. And I respect let, the let, shit let me, out of Wait, let me, let me hear him out. Hang on. Yeah. Go, go a little bit more. What do you mean by that? You were wrong on that. No, because he said the both sides, you know, there's good people on both sides. And when you see the full quote. Yeah. Yeah. It, that wasn't what, what he said. And and and. You know, I, I ranted on him hard for that. Mm-hmm. Hard. There's some video about it, whatever. Yeah. I mean, I ranted hard because I was like, what are you talking about, man? Because you got played. And here's what the re- this is why I think you're going to vote for Trump is because you, much like me, much like many people, independent thinkers, not the sheep. Realize we kind of got played a little bit. Yes, Trump ain't exactly the smoothest character. He's not, he's not Jesus Christ. No. But he actually, his policies and who he has around him are way better than what's going on there. Listen to me, brothers and sisters, man. You guys are all outside of my family and God. Like You're all the maddest, man. I don't have a lot of friends. I'm being serious, man. I'm not being a dick, okay? I don't. I don't get out of my house, my office a lot. This is all that matters to me. My life is my work my kids, my family, and my God. I promise you this. You will never get played here. If you listen to this show, Joe, you've been with me the longest. How many times have we hammered this fake Charlottesville story? If you listen to this show, you never believed that Trump spoke out in favor of white supremacy. He did the exact opposite. And Joe, you only had to do this crazy thing. I know this is nuts. Joe, you ready for it? Oh, yeah. You sure? It's gonna. 
scaring me. You only had to listen to the speech. Here it is. You're changing history. You're changing culture. And you had people, and I'm not talking about the neo-Nazis and the white nationalists, because they should be condemned totally. I don't want to bust your rocks here, though. Can, can you can play it again in case? Because I'm glad Michael Rappaport saw this now. I think I missed it, but, man. Uh, did, it. Yeah, Joe, you missed it like the 500 times we played it. You understand yeah. if you listen to the show, all you had to do was go back. This is everywhere. All you have to do is go to a search engine and put Trump Charlottesville speech. And you'll notice not only did he not say anything favorable about neo-Nazis and white supremacists, he, quote, completely condemned them. How the fuck do you get played? You just had to listen to the speech. Play it again, Sam. You're changing history. You're changing culture. And you had people, and I'm not talking about the neo-Nazis and the white nationalists, because they should be condemned totally. Oh, yeah, I got it. Right at the end there. Dude. It's amazing. Joe's like, it's the first time I've heard that. (laughs) Folks, if you listen to this show, you have my absolute word. Do you understand? I promise you, I won't let you down. If we fuck something up, we're going to correct it right away. So I don't get played and you don't get played. But if you listen to this show and you've been with us for the last eight years, you haven't gotten played at all. You have been out ahead of Spygate, the collusion hoax, the Charlottesville, Charlottesville hoax, the impeachment hoax. I'm, I'm, folks, there's that. Uh, uh, oh, Dan, what is this? A self celebratory moment? No, I didn't do anything special. I just listened to the speech. Any idiot could have listened to it. What they did, oh, wow, what a great political analyst. I don't know. I just listened to the speech. And I'm telling you, you're going to be way out ahead on this January 6th bomber story, too. This was a setup. This was an operation conducted by some radical lunatics in conjunction with people in the government to set you up. Bank it. Mark this show. I'm telling you, that's the next thing you're going to look back in six, seven months, eight months when they admit the truth and go, shit, we didn't waste our time. Here, you want to see another awakening? We'll end on this one. Here's Stephen A. Smith, who's all over the map. He's a sports guy. But I'm telling you, there's awakenings happening everywhere, folks. This is that 300 moment where the Xerxes coins are all over the floor. Everybody's seeing it all for what it is. Biden's crazy. January 6th, portions of it were an operation. The immigration crisis is out of control. Jan- the Charlottesville hoax was a hoax the whole time. Here's a sometimes left-wing sports host. Like, hey, man, this immigration thing sounds like bullshit. Take a look. What it came down to for me is this. I see homeless folks in the streets of New York all the time that are American citizens. I damn sure see them in California. We've got poor, impoverished, starving people who were born and raised in this nation. How in the hell do we come up with a $53 million pilot program for illegals But folks who are here legally are born here. We don't have enough for them. Just like we could come up with billions for Ukraine. But somehow, some way, we can't fix the homeless problem. Folks, this is happening everywhere. There are awakenings happening all over the place. Xerxes coins are all over the floor, man. They are everywhere. Hey, man, I appreciate you all. Like I said, we got all the stuff available. Uh, yeah, I'm on the move. It's, I'll talk about it tomorrow. I'm like, I'm like, I'm kind of pissed off. I'm sorry. I'm just like, you know why? I'm I'm not mad. I don't want to sound like an asshole. Okay. I'm, uh, did anyone in the chat just before I go? Just quick poll before I leave. Is there anything we've said today that you haven't known for a long time? 
The January 6th thing was probably an op. The Charlottesville thing was a hoax. The collusion thing was a hoax. Did I say anything? You know why I'm pissed off? Because I'm telling you, 80 plus million Americans believe that shit when all they had to do was ask simple questions. Why wasn't Kamala Harris at the Capitol? There was a bomb. Why didn't you tell us about it? Trump got impeached for a quid pro quo. Can we just read the transcript of his call? Trump said white supremacists were awesome or something in a Charlottesville speech. Can I just listen to the speech? Nothing I've said. Nothing I've said. Nothing I've said could have been debunked with two minutes of research. And just eight years later, it's all finally coming out. Stephen A. Smith. Holy shit, we're spending all this money on people who don't belong here because they're not here legally. Do you think? We've only been talking about it for three freaking years. It's an honor to be here with you, man. I just wish other people would have woken up quicker and all this damage would have been done. Remember, there's a lot of ruin in the nation. It's been said many times. All right, I got to run. I got to do the radio show. Julie Kelly. Julie Kelly will be on my show. Jim has a new book out, by the way. Producer Jim, if you want the survival guide to the Dan Bongino radio show, we're going to be talking about it a little later on my show too, Jim. But so it's really funny. But it's a good work into it. So check that out. It's available for pre-order wherever you get your books. Uh, you're going to like it. And as I said, all the liberal suck stuff is out now. Store.bongino.com. You're all the best. Pick it up if you want. If you don't, totally get it. I'm the worst salesman in the world. I never want to be a good one. I'll see you all on the radio show in a few minutes and back here tomorrow. You just heard the Dan Bongino Show.